JM in the AM. That's our news from Israel, of course. Galei Tzal. We have a special guest with us live via telephone who we're going to get to in a moment. Just wanted to, We want to take this opportunity now and uh, finally announce what we've been referring to as a major announcement. For us, it is a major announcement because we look at this radio program and our network as something uh, much bigger and much more effective than just a simple radio show or a daily radio presentation, as many of you know. And one of the things that we have done over the years has uh, been to develop what we call a Jewish Unity Initiative, a Jewish Unity Initiative which uh, brings support uh, of all varieties, uh, especially emotional and spiritual support and camaraderie and unity uh, to different cities around the world. Many of you are familiar with some of the projects we've embarked on throughout the years, including uh, a trip to Houston, Texas, frankly, back in July of 2015 in the aftermath of that Memorial Day Shavuos storm uh, that many of us remember and uh, that traumatized the city of Houston um, almost as much um, as uh, this storm, Harvey, has traumatized and devastated the community down there in 2017. Um, The major announcement, frankly, is that um, with the unbelievable cooperation of the OU, uh, the Orthodox Union, which has been out there from day one, as you know, from from the first drops of rain, frankly, have been out there as one of the major organizations that has been uh, coordinating an effective uh, Harvey Hurricane a Relief Fund, um, along with the incredible cooperation of the OU, we are going to be heading down to Houston uh, to bring our Jewish Unity Initiative and to do what we do best uh, to see to um, to tour, to speak to the people down there, and then, of course, transmit all of this uh, through our airwaves and through our social media and through our unique presentations, everything that's happening down in the Houston Jewish community. And it is, uh, as we know, and as everybody knows at this point, it is quite a devastating situation, a very difficult one. Already some people from outside of Houston are on the ground down there to help out. Many others, uh, including organizations and friends of ours, are going to be there over the next few days and weeks and months um, at trying their hardest to help as much as possible. And um, uh, the OU and NSN felt it was important, and this is where I again have to give credit to uh, Alan Fagan and Mike Bain and to the leadership of the OU and to our incredible team here, uh, felt it was important that we spend at least a couple of days here Uh, a couple of days there, rather, in Houston, uh, transmitting all this information and encouraging people uh, to feel connected to the people down there and obviously to support in every which way, including financially, the efforts to help them recover down there. So we're heading to Houston. It'll be be Wednesday. We are expecting special guests to accompany us and to be with us on this journey. As that list develops, we will uh, certainly announce them as we get closer and closer to the trip to the Jewish Unity Initiative Houston 2017. And our own staff, of course, uh, Miriam L. Wallach and Mark Zamek and Yoni Pollock, who frankly is from Houston and is going to be down there even earlier than than we will, um, and many others uh, will be part of our staff, our team uh, down uh, in the Houston area. And, um, of course, uh, all of this being coordinated with the OU, with the Orthodox Union, who have, uh, again, stepped up and have encouraged us to go down to undertake this project 
and to uh, tell the world why it's important to keep our brothers and sisters in mind and why it's important to support them in every which way. So that's what's happening. If you if you are somebody out there uh, who um, who fills a role of Jewish leadership, a role of um, of um, you know being well known in the area of Jewish entertainment, anything like that, please feel free to contact us. Uh, we want to take along people that will be meaningful, people who will be meaningful to the folks in Houston, to the community down there that will uh, uh, who they'll gain strength from who they'll get inspiration from and then be encouraged by. Uh, so if you're in that category or if you feel you can help in, uh, in, in a similar fashion, feel free to be in touch with us. And we'll see what we can do in terms of expanding this mission. Um, and there will be, like I said, special guests who will be joining us. Uh, we have plans for um, uh, some wonderful uh, activities and gestures for the Houston community down there, primarily, of course, through our broadcast, but other things as well. And uh, we are looking forward to this uh, partnership with the OU and with our incredible sponsors to uh, make this a very successful journey and one that only we can present in the way that we do when we embark on such a mission. The Jewish Unity Initiative continues next week, Houston 2017. With us live via telephone is somebody who has been at the forefront of this entire effort has been overseeing, supervising, and frankly coordinating as much as he possibly can with his staff to again help the people in Houston, Texas. Adir Posey is the regional director of the Western States for the OU's Department of Synagogue and Community Services. Adir, good morning to you. I know it's early where you are. Good morning to you and welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be with you. I appreciate that. We look forward to uh, working with the OU, to continue working with the OU. It seems every time we turn around, thank God, there's another project that we are involved uh, with uh, with the, the great people at the OU. Um, I can only imagine the demands on you and your office, maybe demands is the, is the wrong word, uh, but the pressure on you and your office this week uh, to respond to what has happened in Houston, Texas. Can you give us a couple of examples of how you and the organization have stepped up to try to help uh, in this devastating situation for the Jewish community down there? Absolutely. Uh, So really what our role is trying to be is to make sure that we coordinate all of the incredible goodwill that is from Kali Israel, really the world over, but especially, of course, here in the United States. Um, There's so much desire to help, and it's just so important that that desire be translated into an organized and coordinated effort. I mean, that's really the role we're trying to play, trying to do it in three specific areas. Um, The first, of course, is the fundraising effort. Um, There's lots of different people raising money, and again, it's all going uh, lishma and l'shem shamayim. What we're trying to do is, um, through our broader connections to the world over, make sure that those funds um, are both allocated and coordinated with people in Houston and um, those who are making sure that the disbursement process can be as transparent, as direct as possible. So again, there's lots of wonderful funding opportunities. We can definitely vouch for the fact that um, we're going to be setting up a system that is going to be audited and directed by people in the OU, the RCA, um, and uh, direction from the local uh, community leadership in Houston to make sure that every penny is distributed directly to need, not based on overhead, and something that people know that can make uh, the most difference. So that's the first area where we're trying to coordinate. Um, 
The second is volunteer efforts. And I'll just give you again, in terms of a situation on the ground, um, in terms of the from community and the broader community, uh, depending on where you are in Houston, the devastation is just staggering. Um, Again, the example many people use is the United Orthodox Synagogue, and you spoke to Rabbi Gelman the other day, right. um, where you have over 250 homes that are just simply destroyed. And the current need right now is simply raw manpower. They need volunteers. They are not yet getting the help they need in terms of manpower to actually gut these homes, to rip out the sheetrock, to scrub the you know walls, to clear the carpets, so that the process of assessing and rebuilding can happen. Without that, they really are in a big, uh, you know, a big mess of just having water sit, and that's the first need. And so, what we're trying to do, again, of course, together with Federation, with uh, uh, connecting with Chabad and a huge swath of other organizations, the essential clearinghouse, at least from within our community, to know who's coming, because we say, please don't just show up. Please coordinate with someone like the OU. Um, that will direct you. They have a very, very good deployment system of volunteers down there, but there is a very clear process you need to make sure to follow to be safe and to be effective as getting to where you need to go. Um, so that's another thing that we're coordinating, and that's actually uh, something we have a incredibly dedicated staff that has just, of course, in the last 36 hours exploded in size. Um, we've set up <laughs> I can imagine. A, uh, yeah, so we've set up a um, website at OU.org that direct this effort when there's a volunteer section. Um, and we also have an email address, HoustonRelief at OU.org. And it's really important to understand how that's working, which is that um, either through that website you can um, put together exactly what you can volunteer in terms of your time if you want to head down to Houston. And that email address is all the different things people want to do to help, um, whatever it is that you're offering. And what we're having our staff do is Monitor that email 24-7 and monitor that website 24-7. Hopefully going to be clearing the backlog because there is just a torrent of, of support. Um, and then collating and directing that information, connecting that with the people in Houston, what actually the needs are. So if you have 100 air mattresses that you want to donate to volunteers who are going to be able to stay there, if you have you know, a, a list of, you know, 30 refrigerators that you want to donate, if you want to try and offer a bunch of blankets, all of those things need to be coordinated and matched with a specific need. Wow. We're trying to do that in a way that and, and, you're not sending and, anything that isn't necessary because they can't store it and use it, right. and you are being uh, able to share the things that are useful. Um, and so coordinating that need is something that you know we're trying to work with the community to be able to do. And what a good um, idea that is, by the way. I mean, you just gave, in, in those couple of last sentences, you just gave a couple of really good practical suggestions for people of items that are needed down there, items that are needed and, and things that could be shipped yes. down eventually, certainly. I mean, I don't know about deliveries right this moment, but certainly in the next few days they'll be able to do that. Um, That's a, dear, a great point that you're making. Just to interrupt for one moment, um, number one is to make sure, again, that what is coordinated is needed, you know, is actually what's needed. And, in fact, we've partnered with Seasons um, to send trailers that are now out around the area um, to collect some of those items and um it's important to know what are what things are needed now and what things are not needed now. As much as we have wonderful goodwill, it's important to say if you have a particular thing to offer, maybe it might need to wait a week after all the storms right. subsided and all of the you know. And so we'll try and make sure we match that need with what is available. So, so if someone's going today or Sunday, because I know that today and Sunday are still drop-off days to Clifton, Lawrence, Queens, Manhattan, Lakewood, Baltimore, or Scarsdale to specifically drop stuff off. 
uh, for seasons to bring down to Houston. Uh, if they coordinate with you, they might actually it might it might be helpful uh, for you know non food items to be included in that delivery. They just need to coordinate Absolutely. with you so you, can, so you can let them know what needs to be done you know immediately with that stuff. Exactly, and the main in terms of what people are sending, uh, the main real needs for the cleanup effort are things like corrugated boxes, packing tape, heavy gloves. Um, there's masks that are used so you don't have to breathe in potentially moldy air, that they have a rating called N as a Nancy 95 and above, um, that um, bubble wrap, wrapping paper, because a lot of simply packing and salvaging has to happen, and that's the most immediate need that people are actually trying to work on just to clear those houses. I would guess heavy garbage bags as well. That would be uh, Absolutely, yeah. yes. Uh, Adir Posey's with us. He coordinates the uh, West Coast for the OU Synagogue Services. Uh, Texas is in his region, and he is uh, overseeing uh, this incredible effort as people all around the country and all around the world are trying to help as much as possible. Now, a point to make, and i got to give the community credit because the last time this happened, everybody really adhered to this and understood it because people were coming down for months after this happened. And, and the point is just that, that in October, in November, in December, in January, and beyond, there will be a need for volunteers and for items even then. People should keep that in mind, right? Absolutely. This is going to be a long-term recovery process. Some of the damage hasn't even been assessed yet, right. and it's just trying to figure out, um, number one, gutting, and then even trying to make a plan for the rebuilding process, and we're not even there yet. All right, and uh, for instance, I know of an organization that is sending down volunteers. They've already set up a staggered system so everybody doesn't go down at the same time, and they'll be going down you know, in shifts over the next few weeks. And as you mentioned earlier, all of this, and I saw this with my own eyes two years ago. I'm sure it's going to be evident when we get down there next week. All of this being coordinated with the Federation, which makes a tremendous effort across the board for every Jewish person down there in all neighborhoods and of all backgrounds. And uh, between the OU and other major organizations, all of this is one united effort. And I know it's hard for people to believe when it comes to our community sometimes, but you, I'm sure, in the first week have already felt that, right? Absolutely. And it's important to just try and be in touch with everybody. So we get a central clearinghouse of just what's actually happening, what's going on. Um, and the important thing to note, um, for those who aren't familiar exactly with the Houston community, is that it's not, um, you know, a huge, huge, uh, from Jewish Orthodox community, although it's a, a significant one. But it's important to know that not everywhere are flooded. Um, that that means something. And again, it's just incredible to see there are folks in the local community who haven't flooded and the way they stepped up in the immediate aftermath simply to help their brethren, to help with hosting, to help with places to stay. Um, to try and help with themselves, just jumping into their car and going three blocks to where it was flooded right. and to be able to start that gutting effort. The local community itself has just galvanized itself in a very inspiring way. Yeah, it is pretty amazing, that's for sure. All right, dear Posey, I have a feeling we're going to be in touch, so we will, we will speak again, no doubt, next week. Absolutely. Continued Hatzlach on these efforts. You're up, I mean, for people who know, you're actually on the West Coast, so you're, you're, you're putting in at least 20-hour days in this whole effort, and you and your staff should be commended for that. And we look forward to working more with you and the OU as we get down there and report uh, uh, on the spot uh, to people around the world about everything that's going on and encouraging people to give and to be as supportive as possible in this effort. And by the way, we should mention one last thing in this conversation, and that is that Yuntav is fast approaching. People that may not realize today is the 10th of Elul. I am sure that that is a major factor as you and other uh, members of leadership are trying to coordinate things down there. Absolutely. And again, they have need for some of that staff and volunteering to people 
to come and do some of that preliminary gutting work. Um, that need is exacerbated just by the timeline, um, and everybody has Yantif on their mind. Yeah, I can only imagine. All right, Adir, Tadaraba, have a Shabbat Shalom, and continued to success. You as well. And we'll speak next All week, though, down. Adir yeah. Posey, he's the West Coast coordinator of the West Coast region, or the Western States region, maybe more accurate, uh, for the OUs, the Synagogue and Community Services. Uh, obviously, you heard how involved he is. And you'll hear plenty more as we um, have partnered with the OU to be down there next week in Houston. Uh, that is our intention. That is what we are doing. We are heading to Houston, Texas uh, to highlight uh, the situation, to encourage people around the world to be as generous as possible and to uh, let everybody know about this unified effort, which really is an inspiration. We, we're going to try to be as inspiring as possible to the people down there and give them a shoulder to cry on and uh, you know, and, and uh, put our arms around them, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but one of the things that we gain from these Jewish Unity Initiative trips as an audience, as a collective community through these airwaves, is the uh, incredible unity and inspiration that comes from these efforts. So altogether, let's hope it's with great success and that we're able to convey to people how important it is to stay connected to our brothers and sisters in the Houston, Texas area. We'll be heading down at some point on Wednesday, so we'll be in our studios here on Labor Day Monday, then Tuesday and Wednesday, and then Thursday and Fridays, JM and the AM of next week, uh, you'll be hearing from Houston, Texas. Friday morning, Erev Shabbos with candlelighting at 7.08 here in the New York area. Plenty more coming up if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. <laughs>